Share the brother some love. Look, he's going great. He needs your help. Hi, it's Rob Moore here, and I'm going to share with you some money beliefs of the rich. The beliefs that the rich have that the broke don't. Now, a belief is not real. A belief is something that you have told yourself is true, but in reality is your individual perception. So your individual perception becomes your reality. The reality isn't your reality. Why am I saying this? Because you can make true anything you desire or believe if you believe it enough and you filter and create enough proof of it. Now, most of us, if we were given the um, task, let's say I took 50% of people that followed me and I said, your task is to prove that money is the root of all evil. And then we took the other 50% and we said, your task is to prove that money is the root of all good. And those that were looking for the proof that money was the root of all evil would find Oh, these greedy, powerful, nasty people, big pharma corruption in government. But all the people looking for the money, money is the root of all good, would find philanthropists, people who've made billions and are giving it all away, hospitals and schools and universities and academies, all created through money and billions in private donations, etc. Which one is correct? Well, the reality is neither is absolute. So you can literally create your own reality around money by your own beliefs around money, which are true to you if you make them true to you and uh, aren't true to you if you don't. So I'm going to now cover probably a dozen money beliefs that the rich know that the broke don't. That are a generic general, but if you sell anything very specific to you, if you sell. So number one, this is really important. Money has no emotion. It only has energy. So if you say money is bad and money is greed and power, you have projected your emotion onto it. But money itself isn't greedy or powerful or envious or jealous or vengeful. It's not. Money is a, a universal exchange of value, a measurement of account, a unit and store of value and worth. That's what they are some of the technical economic definitions of money. So any emotion around money, you project onto it, good or not good. So remember, money has no emotion. It is only energy. It becomes what you believe and what you are certain about. So if you want more money, you need to get certain about beliefs that are empowering to make more money. And I'm going to share them with you now. So number one, money is in, uh, infinite and limitless. Money is infinite and limitless. Is it true? Well, you could argue, no, money isn't infinite and limitless. There is a limit to the amount of money in any economy. There's an, a, a limit to the amount of GDP. But you could also argue because of the printing of more money, the creation of new cryptocurrencies, um, you know, the quantitative easing, the amount of extra people there are on the planet, the amount of new products and services, um, the amount of new things created that are valuable and precious, like watches and cars and yada, yada. You could argue money is virtually limitless. Which, which one are you going to argue? Oh, no, no, Rob, there is money isn't um, infinite. There is a limited supply or virtually limitless supply. Which one are you going to argue as truth? 
And why would you want to argue something that isn't empowering to you? Why would you want to believe something that's limiting, not limitless? So belief number one of the rich is that money is infinite and limitless. And it virtually is. In my book, Money, I did some calculations on how much money is in the economy in any one go. Plus there's gold, plus there's other asset classes, plus there's quantitative easing, continual printing, continual creations of creator coins and cryptocurrencies. It's virtually limitless. Next thing, money loves speed and hates friction. So if money loves to flow. The word currency, the Latin derivative is to flow. Money loves to flow. So if you create value and you create products and you create exchange, money flows to you and products that you create flow to them. So remove the friction, increase the speed. Anything that you see that there's friction, whether a page loads slow or, um, you know, there's a, a customer service issue or this lack of clarity in your offer or this lack of certainty in yourself. These are all friction points. One by one by one by one, remove them all and you increase the money flow to you and the money speed. Money loves speed and hates friction. Third money belief that the rich believe is that money flows to those who value it from those who don't. So if you value money, you'll create products and services and investments and vehicles and budgets and forecasts and plans which appreciate money. And when you, what you appreciate, appreciates. Whereas if you don't value money, let's say you value how you look, you're going to spend loads of money on cosmetics, get rid of those wrinkles, get a bit of filler here, get rid of this sagging, loads of creams and potions. So if you value how you look more than money, you'll spend all of your money on trying to look better. Whereas if you value money, and I don't mean in the terms of greed, I just mean you value money, you respect money, you'll take your money, you'll invest it and you'll appreciate it. Someone has just said here, the billionaire coach has just said, I really do hope this is being recorded. Well, I have some good news for you, my legends. This is going to be on the money podcast. If you're watching or listening on a live, then um, if you want an episode like this every single week, nearly 200 episodes, simply go to um, Google or Apple or Spotify or anywhere and just search money podcast Rob Moore. Money podcast Rob Moore. Remember this, what you appreciate, appreciates. What you respect will respect you. Respect money, appreciate money, treat it well, value it. Now, generally speaking, money will flow from consumers to producers. So if you value money and produce things that attract money, and then you reinvest that money into producing more and reinvest that money into research and development and innovation, you will attract more and more and more and more and more money. It will become a virtuous flow and cycle. So reminder, third belief is money flows to those who value it most from those who value it least. This is why if you want to make loads of money, you need to create a brand. But people who are skint spend all their money on brands. So do you want to be the brand or be consumed by the brand? It's like social media. Do you want to be used by social media all your time scrolling, swiping, wasting time? Or you want to use social media, turn on all the monetization tools and features, have hundreds of thousands or millions of followers and fans across the, the world. You have a choice. You're either being consumed or you're producing. You're using or you're being used. The next money belief that the rich know that the broke don't is money flows in great quantity to those who create the most value. 
So if you're wanting more money and things aren't quite working out for you, instead of going, oh, I wish I had more money. Why won't people give me more money? I'm going to bitch your money, complain about nothing more money. Go, okay, what problems can I solve? How can I create more value? What extra value and access and benefits and solutions can I create from my product or service and to my followers, fans, super fans, clients and lifetime buyers? Cool. So hopefully you've found, someone said, am I in my wardrobe? Yeah, I don't get out much, James. It does look like it, doesn't it? All right. Now, if you sell anything, if you've got a product or a service or you want to sell anything, the next few are vital for you and you must remember these. Now, remember, there is no reality. There is only perception. So the people who win are the people who are most certain. If you believe more that your product is valuable than your client believes they don't want it, you win, they buy. If they believe in their objections more than you believe in your product or service, they win. They don't buy. You don't sell. Just remember that. The one with the most certainty always wins. Okay, let me read these out to you and then I'll detail each one. Anyone can get their hands on money if they really want to. You've got to believe this about your clients. People are highly resourceful getting money when it's more important to them. People love to buy, even if they don't like being sold to. People love to spend their money on what's important to them. Investing in their own education and life um, improvement is the greatest, greatest investment anyone can make. People really need what you're selling and their lives will be way better with it and way worse without it. What you sell makes a huge difference in the world and in people's lives. If they don't buy it, you're completely disserving them. If people don't spend their money with you, they're going to go and spend their money with someone else. <sighs> Seen that happen before. The more people invest with you, the better they'll do. Yes. If you don't have a high ticket product that you can sell, people can only buy lower value products. You can only attract lower value clients. My shoulder is aching. And if you're listening in, it's because I'm holding a live camera. Not for other reasons. People always want the next new thing, which means that you can always continually sell them new stuff. They always want the next level. All right, let me detail each one of these for you. I hope you're finding this useful. If you're listening to the Money Podcast, when you get a minute, share this episode. Share my Money Podcast, please. If you're watching on the live, hit the share button. Share, share the love. If people don't hear this, the world is going to be a worse place. We need to sell people more uncertainty. We need to sell people better products and services. We need to sell people on the fact that money is good. Okay, right. Here we go. Right. Rant mode turned down a little bit. Education mode on. Right. Here we go. If you're selling anything, which you all are, you need to know all of this. Anyone can get their hands on money if they really want to. So someone says, oh, Rob, I can't afford it. That's usually a lie. What's the easiest thing to say to someone? If you don't want to buy or you're experiencing some emotion around buying, the easiest thing to do is to lie and say, I can't afford it. When in reality, A, you probably can, or B, you could get the money if you want to. So you must remember when you're selling something that anyone and everyone can get their hands on money on things that are important to them. And they've probably spent more money than you're asking for them on shit they don't need that goes down in value. So never buy people's excuses that they can't afford it. You just have to get more resourceful at finding out what they need and then packaging what you've got to make it what they need. That's your job. There are no bad buyers. There are only bad sellers. There's no shit audience. There's no shit customer. There's only a shit um, salesperson. Okay, next then. People are highly resourceful in getting money when it's important to them. I took my kids for a walk around Cornwall. We passed a toy shop and man, they sold me 
I don't know, they sold me like at the Wolf of Wall Street for the next two hours. Every reason why we need to go into that toy shop. And Bobby even said, oh, let's just go in and have a look. That's all I want to do. He did, you know, he, he did the pre-close on me. Let's just go in first. Oh, let's just have a look at that first. Let's just try before you buy. No. So, you know, kids are great at selling because they don't buy the objections. So they can convince themselves of anything. So if you want your clients to get better results, you need to teach them to be more resourceful. The first way you can teach them to be more resourceful is to get them to be more resourceful at finding the money to buy your shit. And if you're not resourceful at helping them get resourceful, then they're not going to buy. But we are, if I said to you, you've got a week to raise 100 grand um, or the thing that you love the most, I'm taking away from you. For some of you, it's your kids. For some of them, you're like, yeah, take them. <laughs> For some of you, it's your Lambo, your watch, your car, your house, I don't know. But the thing that you love and value the most, if I gave you a week to find 100 grand, otherwise it's gone forever, it's done. It is done. Human beings do not need to be taught resourcefulness. We have survival instincts within us. You just have to be resourceful and unleash this resourcefulness from you and your clients, you to sell to your client and your client to find the money to buy your stuff. Next thing is people might hate being sold to, which actually they don't. By the way, people will buy how they sell and people will sell how they buy. So if you have any issues around buying products and services and spending money, you're going to have issues around selling. So you've got to teach yourself to buy and teach yourself to sell if you want to sell how you buy and buy how you sell. So if you're investing a load of education and invest in yourself continually and always reinvest a certain amount of your money into life and life improvement and development, you'll sell people that they should do the same. But if you scrimp on yourself, when you sell to people, you'll scrimp on the way you sell because you'll assume they believe what you believe because we all assume that others believe what we, we believe and others see what we see. Whereas we don't, we all see something different. So you know, maybe people do hate to be sold to, although some people love to be sold to. I love being sold to. I love seeing a great sales pitch. Um, so just notice yourself if you hate to be sold to. What is it about yourself that you hate? Or what is it about um, how you buy that doesn't work for how you should sell? Because if you hate being sold to, you're not going to sell very well. But let's be honest. Even if there are some people that hate to be sold to, everyone loves to buy. Everyone loves to buy something that they feel they're choosing that's going to change their life. Everyone. We all know that. So help people buy, help people make decisions, help people take the next action, help people progress their lives, help people solve their problems. Don't think of it as selling to them and closing them. You're just helping people making the next logical step. Someone has said, hey, can I give you my sales pitch? Yeah, give me your sales pitch. Bring them on. If you can sell me like a legend, I'll hire you. I will. Email me your best sales pitch at robertrobmore.com. Random. If you email robertrobmore.com, your best sales pitch and you're freaking good. I might even offer you a job. Why not? I'm always looking for talent, baby. OK, now, um, if we've agreed that people don't necessarily like being sold to, but they love to buy. We all love spending money on what's important to us. If we want to look better, we love spending money on making ourselves look better. People who spend hundreds of pounds on a spa, thousands of pounds on a holiday. Why? Because it makes us look and feel better, even if it doesn't go up in value. So we all love to buy shit that's important to us. So what's your job? Your job is to find out what's important to your client. And this will transform your selling, by the way. Find out what's important to your client and then package your offer based on what's important to them. So if saving time or being with their family is important to them, your product saves them time and helps them take that time and invest it back into their family. If, if um, respect, uh, you know, and, and getting them yourselves out there and building a brand 
is important to someone, then that's the angle for the pitch. If it's hardcore making more money and ROI, that's the angle for the pitch. The problem is people are selling how they want to be sold to. You've got to sell how people want to be sold to. And we all want to be sold to on um, meeting our highest values and solving our biggest problems and meeting our biggest needs. We all want that because it's most important to us. It's there in black and white. Someone has just said, just getting to used to your voice. I.e. Rob, you shout and scream. And at first I didn't like you. And now there's something soothing in your voice. Yeah, I'm not one. Of, I would never be on a Headspace app as one of those meditation uh, voices. It's just not my style. It's just not me. But if you want to get shit done and you want to make more money and you don't want excuses and you want energy and motivation and no BS and straight line, Rob's your man. Do you know what? I'm going to do a part two because we're already like 18 minutes in nearly. So let me summarise some of the beliefs I believe, because remember, a belief is a belief. A belief is just a made up uh, perception. It's not reality. But the person with the most certainty wins the game. So if you're certain about your beliefs, you're going to sell a lot more, a lot more, make a lot more money. Anyone can get their hands on money if they really want to. People are highly resourceful getting money when it's important to them. People might hate being sold to, but they love to buy. People love to spend money on what's important to them. Right. That's where I'm going to stop. And I'm going to do a part two on this. So if you're watching or listening anywhere that's not on the money podcast, you're going to find parts one recorded, which was this, and part two on the money podcast. I've actually got an episode coming soon of someone who's, who does a billion dollars in sales a year. What an episode. Interviews with billionaires and all sorts of cool stuff. Most people don't know about my money podcast. It's my second podcast. I've done over 900 podcast episodes. I can talk. Um, yeah. My wife reminds me I didn't well, uh, get the world record for listening. <laughs> two world records for public speaking, but not for listening. Right. So next episode, part two, we're going to cover investing in education and mentorship. It's the greatest investment one can make. We're going to cover people really need what you sell and their lives will be way worse without it. And you're doing them a disservice if you don't believe with volition what you're selling. The, the next thing we'll cover is what you sell makes a huge difference to people's lives. So if they don't buy it, you're letting them down. If people don't spend their money with you, they're going to waste it somewhere else. I've seen that a lot. I've spoken at events where I have not sold with volition. I've not believed in myself. And I've seen them go and chuck a load of money somewhere else, which is a complete waste. I've seen it with my own eyes. Won't, that, won't make that mistake again. The more people invest with you, the better they'll do. If you don't have high ticket products, you can only sell them low value stuff and you'll only attract low value clients. And people always want the next thing, the new thing, and they want to go to the next level. So people will want to keep spending with you. So I'll cover those in detail on part two. Thanks for tuning in to Money Beliefs that the rich know that the broke don't. And the recordings will be on the Money Podcast. Hit the share button right now. Share the love. Pay it forward. Let's help people who are struggling making money, gaining wealth, struggling with their own beliefs. You can literally convince yourself to believe anything. This is why I don't read the news. I don't listen to the government. I don't listen to the naysayers. I cut all that because what I don't want is my empowering, positive, maybe even delusionary beliefs affected. Because all beliefs are a delusion because they're not the reality. There is no one single reality. There's just an individual perception. So if you're going to be delusional, which we all are anyway, you might as well be positively delusional. You might as well believe you're helping people. You're making a big difference. What, what you've got your clients want. You might as well believe that if all beliefs are delusions anyway. Positive delusions. That's what we need. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Share the ass out of this episode. Come on. I've given you a lot of content over the years. 
Some of you have been following me for years. It's time to pay it forward. Share the brother some love. Look, he's going great. He needs your help. Hit the share button. I love you all.